Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. That's not our theme music. No, I'm changing that now. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. We're like PBS. We like it when you give us money, but the government doesn't give us any money. We're, we're currently running a pledge drive. Um, if you call... Sorry, I, I didn't look up your phone number fast enough. <laughs> what if, if I gave call, out your cell phone number on our show? Do you think people would actually call it? 865-253-6431. There you go. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't care. It's, listen... <laughs> I'm just gonna have to put my phone on silent here in the night whenever I go to sleep. Um, but if you if you call that number, we'll send you Joe Bonamassa DVD. You know, I have some blank DVDs laying around. Do you want? Oh my <laughs> gosh, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> oh my god, what if it's just me, like with the glasses, like Joe Bonamassa, like lip syncing it? Yes, not even. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Diaz does Bonamassa to 2022. All right. But for real, this episode is brought to you by... This is a great patrons. pledge drive, guys. This, this really this is. This is fantastic. Listen, if you... Honestly, if you go and you become a Patreon supporter and you join $10 or more, I will make a video of me pretending to be Joe Bonamassa. I'll do it. I don't even care. All right. If you've already, if you're already Patreon, I might, I might have to pledge to our, pa- our Patreon for a day or two. Oh my gosh! Listen, if you were already pledged ten dollars or more, I'm not doing it for you. You guys already got suckered in, you <laughs> losers. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see. So Scott, what's new with you? Um. I did. I mean, you did a new. whole episode on your new Silver Sky, which we talked about last week. We but did. Like, so if you guys didn't download that because it wasn't released today, this isn't going to be released. Well, it's going to come out on on a Wednesday. Oh, it's just going to be later than normal. Yeah, because we we were we were we saw that there was supposed to be an announcement made today by a company, but there's there ain't nothing right now. Also, we've just been really busy with some other things too, and I did the we did the bonus episode on Monday, so yeah, we we felt okay kind of delaying a little bit, but oh well. Um. Nothing terribly new other than I got a piece of gear back that's been out of my life for a while. Um, so I got all my fret leveling kit stuff back from a friend who's been borrowing it for like two years on Sunday. And I finally cleaned up the fret ends on two of my guitars that have not had a great winter. So yeah, they play better. It's amazing how much just fret ends sticking out makes a difference on like how you feel about a guitar. I'm really mad right now because this guy, Dave Fox, I'm going to call him out by name. So I posted in uh, the group. So we heard there was going to be a line six announcement today. Mm-hmm. So I posted in the group because we were waiting. Uh, well, yesterday was just kind of a scheduling thing. And then we we're like, oh, well, line six is supposed to announce something today. We'll record on Wednesday. So, and I put, so I saw, you know, so I saw there was supposedly going to be an announcement today. Is that true? In our line six group, the guy put, is it true that there's supposedly going to be an announcement today? Well, if you listen to the Dipped in Tone podcast by Rhett Scholl and Zach Broyles, this was definitely said. Does that mean there will be an announcement today? The Magic 8-Ball suggests no. I just put, I don't listen to podcasts. I mean, I I heard that rumor from Dipped in Tone like two weeks ago. Yeah. So, I don't know. Allegedly, something's coming. 
Allegedly. Watch it get watch it watching it released at like well we're we're about to hit noon Pacific as of our recording time here. So I mean that'd be nice if they released it whenever we were recording. We'd be the first podcast to talk about it. Yeah. We yeah. should be live streaming right. this. <sighs> That's a lot of work. It is. And you say racist things that have to cut out constantly. So that's not true. I don't Apparently the guy said I missed the point. So I don't know. Whatever. I hate people. So it's just, it's just a dude being a dick in a Facebook group. Congrats. I just wanted to be like if I wanted to if I wanted if I wanted to be spoken to over riddles, I'd still be married. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, but that's a decent line. I'm putting that and I don't care. Salty ex husband. They watch someone go, oh, look at this boomer posting on a group. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not a boomer. I just am a divorced man who <laughs> doesn't want to be talked to in riddles. Um, uh, yeah. Anywho. Um, so be nice on the internet, any... people. Like this, this, I know you feel good for like all of 10 seconds being a smart aleck to somebody, but like it's not helpful. I've actually done. I feel like I've tried to do a really good job of when people are asking a legitimate question, giving a legitimate answer. Yeah, but not putting too much into it at the same time. Like, there's like, yeah, there's a balance to this because then there's the dude who writes you a freaking essay to a yes or no question, all about like the pump themselves up and all this and the humble bragging. I'm just like, dude, just chill. Like, now I don't want to talk to you. Do you, uh, do you know why my son got in trouble at school? No. Because uh, the teacher asked him, you know, what was going on and he didn't turn in his essay. I, that was a horrible joke. That was a horrible joke. I, I could have, I could have, South Park did it better. Yeah. Where they go to Home Depot and pay the, the migrant workers to write their essays. And then I was like, I wrote my essay and he wrote me back. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anywho, I don't think I got anything new. I sold some things this past week. Ooh, I did get a Batman mask. That was pretty fun. (laughs) Are are, are you going to go see it this weekend? Uh, I got tickets for Friday night at seven. Nice. Me I think Jude are going to go. I think I'm going to wait a week just because my friend that I normally see like superhero movies with, I think mm-hmm. said that they want to wait a week for they're busy or something, but yeah, no, I'm really excited. I'm going to go see it Friday night. Uh, but I sold, uh, my big muff, the, uh, pumpkin pie, the, the op amp one. Uh, is I, it the nano or not? It's, it's a, like a single pedal enclosure. Oh, I, lo- I used to have one of those, like the HX yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, a, it, that's a great the, pedal for its price. It really is. I mean, I, I sold it at, a, at pretty much the price I paid for it. I think I kind of ate shipping on it, um, but I sold it to a guy in 60 Cycle Hum. Here, I'll say his name because he might listen to the podcast at some point because I told him about the podcast. I told him, uh, Kyle Benton. He's not Harley. <sighs> I wish he was. Kyle Benton. Oh, he's got a theme song. Um, but no, he's been really, uh, Kyle and I've been like uh, really cool. He, he kind of uh, started some stuff in 60 cycle hum and I kind of modded and I was like, Hey, you know, and like we, we've kind of hit it off as being cool with each other. And then I also sold my furry burrito, not furry burrito. Yeah. Furry burrito. Um, the Squatch limited edition one. Nice. That one, that one was sitting on, I, it's so weird. How many things I put on reverb, forget about it. And every pedal, I always put make an offer. Always. Like, very rarely do I turn off make an offer. Yeah, and then I, they and, don't move for like three months, and then someone just buys it at full price? Yes. <laughs> I was just like, I just want to be like, 
dude, you could have gotten it cheaper, but Hey, I'm not upset. And so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, and I'm working on, uh, I've had a few people nibble on my USA made Squire. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Kind of in a cell mode, trying to get rid of stuff I don't need, kind of pad the wall in a little bit, get, I've, uh, working on relieving myself from some debt. So good. I just, I just paid off a bill that was about $300 a month. Nice. So I got to My biggest thing is I got to make sure I don't just replace that with something else, you know? Well, I mean, you've seen with me with flipping, like part of the reason I'm able to kind of get some of the deals I do is because I'm, I have some savings. I'm liquid. Yeah. So a little bit of disposable income. Well, it's, but at the same time, it's not disposable. It's, it's, it's liquidity that I'll invest and pull back. And that's how I kind of look at it. So like, all right, all right, Aquaman, calm down. (laughs) Aquaman. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, but I get, but I get like, what you're like, saying. You, you saw that deal the other week where, like, uh, there was that guy who sold the Iridium, the Maris Mercury, and the mm-hmm. um, the Source Audi Ventress, and I I was able to buy it as package deal because I had that amount of cash laying around, and I just sold all that this weekend within like yeah. a day of listing all of them, and I don't know, made a hundred, two hundred bucks on that. Yeah. So, no, that's great. Well, yeah. yeah, no, but I've been I've been really uh, kind of messing around with. My biggest thing is I'm trying to get out of the uh, the buy 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 feel of like oh I want new stuff. It's like I've got so many pedals laying around that I don't play with. Yeah, and it's like that's like a I I posted a picture of I I'm still trying to get up the energy to do my board right now i need to buy cable from uh, btpa for my wire for my uh, solderless kits that i've got Um, i've got enough ends i don't have enough cable and i want to kind of do it up neat and i'm kind of but i just i just threw a bunch of pedals on the carpet in front of my amp and i've been having a lot of fun and um so that's kind of a a thing i'm trying to do is get out of the whole oh I, i want that just to have it you know what i mean it takes a lot to break that cycle yeah um and so like that that's really where i'm at like pedals that i haven't touched in years and i mean i've got a lot of pedals that have no value have very little value yeah you got like um, five of them of the same uh, one yeah no those are worth those are listed for 800 dollars on reverb right now <laughs> i really Actually, honestly, speaking of listing for 800 dollars on reverb i have mm. i have ian's uh ktr sitting on my Oh. shelf right now he wants me to sell that so hey can you list a list a light drive for sale um and we'll, we'll compete with pricing honestly <laughs> that's that's should all, i just write it. like we'll trade for gear supply company with a light drive and just see what happens i haven't i know a guy who's got got a pedal and i'm trying to get it off of him and he won't he won't <laughs> budge so well speaking of won't budge Speaking of won't budge, you wanna you wanna get into some gear news? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I just want to read this one. Please let me read this one. First one. Yeah. Yep. KMA machines erects the pylon multifunction always on pedal. Um, if it's always on, what's the foot switch for? <laughs> yep. Uh, can't tell you. <laughs> Well, I mean, um, it, it 
maybe it, the switch actually controls one of the functions and all the other ones stay always on. Well, there's a toggle. I'm looking. That's why I can't figure out what the toggle's for. Uh, there's an external jack for the noise gate. There's the threshold. Okay. I, I don't understand this pedal. An external foot switch jack a lot either trigger the noise gate with an external source, kill switch effect, or remotely engage a pedal. If it's always on, why do you need to engage it? I don't know. I'm... I, can I just start with... I don't um, know. So I've been playing a lot of StarCraft 2 lately. And all I can hear oh. in my head whenever I see the word pylon is whenever you play Protoss and you hear the, you must construct additional pylons. That's all I can hear in my head in this the entire I, time. I hated I hated Zerg. I, I preferred Terran or... Uh, what what was the one you just said? Protoss? Yeah. Protoss. Yeah. I didn't play StarCraft 2. I only played StarCraft 1. StarCraft 2 is free. The multiplayer is free. I don't... I really don't have enough time to play video games. I wish I did. I need to play some of the video games I have for the Nintendo Switch. I got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, and that's pretty much what I love to play. That and uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've been wanting to play Breath of the Wild. It's I'm, a lot of fun. I'm really behind on um, uh, Zelda. Yeah, they oh for Switch they just put uh, Majora's Mask on the N64 app. Nice. The, the Ocarina Time and Majora's Mask. You want to hear some other really good news? What's that? I just got my job offer. Oh, snap. Do you want to say that on the At the salary I wanted. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's. I'm very happy for you. And that was the job you wanted. That's not the other one, is it? That is correct. This is the job I wanted. Nice. So, yeah. That's it's, awesome, I, I will be working in a big firm leading a starting and leading a new department and uh working in an office again so this podcast is going to take a hit from that but everything is i'm not going to be available at two in the afternoon anymore sorry ds we'll make it work we'll make it work yeah all right well how much was that pedal that we really have no idea what it is it's a it's a noise gate of some sort well, it's a noise gate. It's a uh, buffer, and it's got a boost in it. So yeah. this, so I will say this just to start. Maybe here. the buffer stays. Maybe the buffer and the noise gate stay on. Or I, see, I that's know. what I would like. I would like the boost to be the switchable thing, and maybe maybe yeah. you can control what the switch is, whatever. But um, <laughs> if this thing does all three of those things, this is a great pedal to have at the beginning of your board. Yeah. <laughs> Are you are you watching a know. demo? Yeah, why could you hear it? I can hear it. Oh wow! <laughs> like, could you hear it clearly, or just yeah. like through my? Well, it sounded like through speakers into a mic, but okay, yeah, yeah, it was just loud in my my uh, over the ears. Wow, your poor um, ears. I'm deaf, dude. Yeah, I might want to get that looked at. Yeah. I tried. Uh, I, I really, I'm afraid to. Uh, anywho, so this is $219. Uh, if you want to check it out, check it That's out. That's a good price. It, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good utility pedal, especially for the people who'd like to do high gain stuff. And it's really hard to find a... The noise gate option is very limited. 
And also, I really haven't really I really haven't seen a boutique noise gate that I can think of. Well, I mean, the decimator is technically boutique already. ISP? Yeah. Are they boutique though? I mean, what else do they make other than the decimator? Uh, didn't they make a lot of rack gear? Wasn't that their thing? Wasn't their bread Maybe. and butter the rack gear? Maybe, but I mean, they're not an Ibanez or a Fender or a Boss. You know? Um, I don't know. But I mean, the other thing though is, it, it, especially in the high gain Genty world, your noise gate is actually one of your most important pedals because it's well, part of that sound. And that's like a lot of these amps that are starting to come in with built-in noise gates and stuff like that, or even pedals. Uh, what is it? The, uh, the horizon effects, like the precision drive. Yeah. Actually, doesn't horizon that, make a gate now? I, I don't know if they make a standalone. Um, and then you've got, uh, think about the M the MXR Eddie Van Halen 5150 overdrive built-in gate. Um, so that is definitely something that I feel like Jason is going to listen to this episode and hopefully he schools us on the noise gate world. Yeah, this is definitely, uh, maybe we need to do Jason's high gain corner or something like that at some point where we, Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. We, we can do it. Like explain it to me like I'm five, but like actually yeah, have him do it. Cause like we've said, that's just not the world that we typically live in. No. And I'm totally down to learn. I like, I love yeah. some of those sounds. It's just like, I don't know how to really dial that in very well. And you know, the, the, cause the crazy thing is, this, is this, so, uh, the world we come from, uh, the John Mayer, the churchy, the, the stuff like that, uh, our, de our thought of good tone does not translate well into the metal world because they're, they're kind of the opposite. And they're, I mean, cause that's like everyone in, in praise and worship edge of breakup, edge of breakup and high gain world. They're like, no, yeah. I'll break that motherfucker right now. Like yeah, shatter. I, I mean, yeah. even when you think about like edge of breakup transcends even into, um, okay. like the pop stuff we listen to or the Amer, I like, I'm, I'm really into Americana music. That's, you yeah. know, that's still that sound. There's a lot of overlap there. Right. A uh, really quick, um, the government's in my brain or YouTube is. So right now on the video on this website, that's got the more videos. And one, the third video is the sound city documentary. Okay. I literally just walked inside with my copy of sound city. I have not said those two words. I haven't even like thought those, but here it is right there. Dang, oh, dang it. Putin. All right. Speaking of dang it, Putin. Uh, the next pedal we're going to talk about is Carolina Guitar Company's Fuck Putin. Oh, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah. And then Fuck Putin, pizza shit. Yeah. So it is the Hawaiian pizza rebadged. Right. Special um, art so there, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so there was a, there's a big thing. Um, a lot of, there's been a lot of criticism from companies and stuff like that. It's going to happen for, for just oh, they're just taking advantage of this or like they don't really care. Um, but one of the things that Caroline Guitar Companies did was they posted today about how this pedal did, where the money's going. And I think that uh, it was really cool. And I want, if we're going to talk about this pedal, I definitely want to talk about where this went. So they did this and they were going to... Uh, donate the money towards world central kitchen and the red cross's efforts to provide aid to those affected by the current conflict in ukraine um i feel like we can just kind of say when it comes down to it the host of this podcast 
agree fuck putin we're standing with ukraine on this because just it's a bunch of bull crap so if you don't like that you can feel free to like not listen um because honestly i'm just kind of sick and tired of people with the bull crap on this but this pedal yeah, we all know what this pedal is and it, it was just it was really cool that they did the blue and yellow the ukrainian colors and i mean just straight there on the and it's fck ptn so it's one of those cool little like uh yeah the only actual word of profanity like fully spelled out is shit <laughs> yeah shit and, yeah. and even then it doesn't say piece of shit it says pizza shit <laughs> yeah I thought that so right. so he only did 50 of these they're all sold out so yep, you um, can't at this point but also at the same time they they have um two recommended charities if you still want to give and support and they would encourage you to um yes. and i don't have those right in front of me they is that the beginning of the yeah it was at the beginning of the paragraph that's why so world central kitchen and the red cross which are both that. yeah which are both non-war related charities too there's that whole those yeah those are those thing. are not that is not funding the direct you know war effort it's funding relief uh, programs that yeah help with relief and are helping the people who need it who are being displaced from their homes who are running for their lives and who are just trying to stay alive so yep the total revenue for the fuck putin pedal was gross ten thousand six hundred and ninety dollars that's awesome the paper paper i i want you i doubt that was you, you know what actually I, I, I would love is so remember a long time ago sinusoid used to do fundraisers constantly they'd organize like a raffle or something 100 transparency with 100 transparency they did a really good job with that stuff the last one i remember is the houston flooding like yep. i still have that is my daily cable that is the cable that sits at my computer and i use all the time i bought on that i would love to see more brands come together and do kinds of things like that that again help support the humanitarian effort sides of this um there's something like a million plus refugees already from this ukrainian effort these are people that are being yep. displaced these are people that didn't ask for anything um like this to happen to them didn't cause anything so uh regardless of where you sit in the conflict I, I don't i'm not trying to both sides this one i have a pretty clear opinion but just simply to say let's help the people that need help and yep. uh, i would love to see another thing i would love to see like a blue and yellow cable kind of thing mm -hmm. from like a sinusoid or something like that that would be a really cool effort too but yeah let's make so that happen and, and 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 while you know we definitely stand with ukraine we also understand that there are russian citizens and people in russia who don't agree with the government's uh decision um and honest and even then as well russian soldiers i'm sure that not all of them want to be in this situation either so the biggest thing is is that i hope this conflict conflict ends and soon and that we can find some sort of peace and people will stop dying and people can just live their lives mm -hmm. um so the breakdown really quick because i really just want to go through this uh gross was ten thousand six hundred ninety paypal fees they paid four hundred twenty two dollars and ninety eight cents shipping charges 44 pedals at uh ten dollars each was four hundred forty dollars six international pedals at forty dollars each was two hundred and forty dollars total raise was nine thousand five hundred eighty seven dollars divided in half that is four thousand nine hundred four thousand seven hundred ninety three dollars and fifty one cents for a check to go to the world uh the world central kitchen and the uh red cross and they even put pictures of the checks with the totals and i think that that's awesome so caroline guitarco uh philippe fantastic job guys mm -hmm. um 
and it's really great to see the community that we've been luckily able to come into uh stand up for for what they believe in and for stuff that's in general just good for humanity yeah so shout out to you guys good on you um and here's the thing too caroline guitar company makes amazing pedals our our friend uh andrew uh he loves a bunch of their pedals and, and I, he's really oh, the their reason megabyte why, delay is so good there he's one of the reasons why i actually get to play some of their pedals is because he buys them yeah um and i get to go over there and and fiddle with them um but yeah yeah let's, and let's, I, one last thing i'll just add to this just to kind of ramp this topic down um at, first off this is one of those situations where he this guy is making 50 pedals to generate model money is giving almost all of it away that's that that is actual charitable giving versus the hi we're going to offer 50 cents for everything sold to give to that that's like that's good but like if you're like hey i want to give 50 i want to give 50 dollars or 100 or 200 or 300 dollars to these efforts you know more money goes if you just give the money directly so just throwing that out there we don't you know charitable giving oh. doesn't have to have a, a thing in return too so be oh, aware of those helps with this that's awesome do you know ben have you met ben no oh ben's a great guy i got to hang out with ben and um ryan from yellow cake pedals and we went and got burgers and i can't remember if boots was there from, from ba, BA ferguson, ferguson. Yeah. yeah i i can't remember if he went and got burgers with us but we went out drinking and having burgers at nam and that was a lot of fun ben is a is a great guy he was really fun to talk to and hang out with um anywho um Oh, and I, then I really big shout I'm talking about. So let's just. Move I'm sorry. On. Uh, also, big shout out to Disaster Area Designs and Alexander Pedals for donating and expediting enclosure material in time. Oh, nice, nice. So there was more people joining in, not just Caroline Guitar Company. So all of those people who made this happen, big shout out, kudos, to you guys, awesome. All right, are we ready to move on to the next thing? Yeah, I don't remember what you interrupted me on, so we can just move on. I wasn't important, anyways. <laughs> I was just kidding. It's always important with you. My feelings are hurt. Oh, you want to talk about? You know what doesn't hurt my feelings? Uh, JHS recreating pedals. Actually, no. This does this hurt my feelings? I'm trying to figure that out. Actually, the price of it hurts my feelings. (laughs) A lot of parts of this. I I don't know. All right. So, so Jake, go ahead. The DoD 250. In if if you come from the same guitar community we come from. 60 cycle home. has been has been a very hyped up circuit by a very specific individual for a number of years who is fascinated by bare dicks yeah and at <laughs> the same point I, I i feel comfortable saying this at this point i don't really get it um so i used to have a 50 50 from pelican noise works i still have uh, one were... i'm not selling it because i i love leon yeah like it it was definitely not my cup of tea to use um, it definitely has a very specific sound and, it, and, and there, honestly, the, the thing is people can make it sound better than I can. It doesn't fit. It, well. It is me. a thing. Like, yeah, it fits with Ryan's playing uh-huh. and he seems to love it and it, it works great. But like, you know, there's been a number of times where I'm like, you know, Ryan really endorsed this pedal and then gets into my hands. I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. And I got like, you know, no, no shade on him. He does a great job with what he does over at 60 cycle hum. He does a great job with what he does at 60 cycle hum. Let me emphasize that but sometimes what he loves just doesn't click with me so um yeah this is one of those pedals 
Um, so coming in at $179, JHS has not horrible. released a big box version. Um, you have your level and game controls, and you have a diode switching ability. I think my so, favorite thing about this pedal, though, if, you, if you'll if you bear with me, and it's not in this okay. picture, okay. is there's been a few people taking the gut shots of the circuit. Okay. Have you seen those pics? I have not. Describe it to it's me. It's like one of the co- cleanest looking circuit boards you will, you'll ever see. Yeah, because there's like five components, right? It, and they're all lined up. So you don't see any oh, of the connectors. Yeah. It's just like, it looks like uh, almost like, yeah. like a hand-wired amp without all the the cables going around like how they how yeah. like you just have two turret boards and you just line up all the resistors yeah it kind of looks like that which i it, it's a fun design so one of the things is though this is not um this isn't the gray box 250 that everyone assumed was like the first version so there was a there was a there was a 250 that was made beforehand kind of resembled the electro harmonics more than dod um, and it didn't have, it wasn't a 250, but apparently it was like the, the precursor to the 250. And that's what this is really based off of. I mean, it, it continues to go with the whole Josh's pedal historian role that he's created for himself with his show. Yeah. Um, and now he gets to go and build those circuits or like recreations of the, these vintage circuits and re-release them under his brand name. So it's a very interesting, uh, you're telling me Josh got stealing people's circuits? Sorry. Someone will definitely say that. I would say oh, he's sure. recreating existing Reimagining. Circuits. Yeah. Reimagining. Which is what most boutique pedal builders started doing. So I. That's what a I, lot of them are still doing, and you just don't realize it. Yeah. So I'm not feeling super bad about it. But anyway, it, it's interesting mm-hmm. how much that's what the JHS brand has now become. Well, the big thing, so we've talked about this in in an episode, probably a year and a half, like towards the beginning of the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. And a big thing that's happened is a lot of these companies, especially if they're named after the builder, the figurehead has become um, the brand. Mm-hmm. JHS, uh, Wampler, mm-hmm. um, let's see, QSAC whether he likes it or not i mean he like it kind of is like that mm-hmm. um uh full tone devi ever uh, devi ever <laughs> uh, like all these brands the owner or or whoever's got the i mean biggest mouth in the sense of like whoever is the most vocal uh that that has what people have kind of assimilated or uh, i don't think i use that word right um have adapted their view of the company is based on that person Mm -hmm. so that's one of the big things is like with jhs like you said josh has become the historian so now especially with the 19 what was it what's that series the 79 series or whatever it was uh yeah there so there was that series of fuzzes and then he did the legends of fuzz series yeah um yeah it just seems it's a very interesting new direction they've kind of gone in well, simultaneously, they did the whole three series, like super cheap, affordable models too. So it's an interesting it's, thing. I mean, the cool thing about JHS right now is they're able to do both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And they're doing it well. A lot of brands stick in one side of the spectrum. Well, like, um, I'm still struggling with Boss's Waza stuff. Yeah. Really? 
not just i mean just the perspective my perspective of the brand the waza tuner is the one that i struggle with yeah um it's black that's it that's, i mean I, I want it for that <laughs> i mean i i know and that's but what i haven't bought it yet at the same time because i'm like well my t3 is fine for the board Ooh. that sits in the closet because i don't even use my big board anymore so yeah um, i'm not worried about being that in tune so yeah you know what actually while we're talking about old circuits being re repackaged and reinvented thorpe effects came out also came out with the boneyard um a combination of the v mark three and the mark four tone bender circuits and it sounds fantastic don't you mean green child that's like that's that's green child enclosure mm. hmm. oh, oh that was a callback yeah right, sorry. i just let's just put those sorry. two guys in a room together yeah. and we'll see who battles it out hey my, listen my money is on hadrian thorpe fight or fuck you know that's that's the rules okay <laughs> well given given adrian's history as a he was a bomb diffuser in the military was like really? yeah this dude's badass uh -huh. dude that's awesome yeah he's a cool dude oh, yeah but green child he was in the military too was he or does he just post he lots of pictures of guns uh, either one yeah i think he i think he said he was a marine oh maybe well, he ate lunch with a marine once i don't know I, I'm not going to disparage uh, a veteran, so moving on. Um, I will. No, I'm just kidding. I'm playing on <laughs> But yeah, so in classic fashion, Thorpe effects are not cheap. But So is it Thorpe or Thorpe? Oh, well, no, it's that's Thorpe. Thorpe effects. It's Adrian Thorpe is the owner. Okay. All right. Sorry. I just happened to read Thorpe. I read his name, and then I was like, wait, hold on. So it, he spells it Thorpe as a P-E on the end, but the company is Thorpe with a, with a Y. Yeah right okay so a lot of great demos out there this thing's built like a tank um all it's of his not pedals it, yeah his, his pedals are fantastic yeah uh coming in at 299 pounds it's not going to be a cheap pedal i won't say it i won't say it i won't say it it's also going to be a pretty heavy pedal just because of how yes, he did the thing yeah. <laughs> i knew what you were put you oh, were yeah. laying out there um yeah. just in the interest of time uh let's just keep going yeah cmc guitars and effects came out with the triple octave manipulator octave fuzz wait what triple octave manipulator is the name of it it's an okay. octave fuzz okay you said um, that all together and i was like yeah um it's the fall of troy's thomas eric is involved in it as a signature pedal for him i don't really know that band but cool um, i've heard of them they they do music, I think. Yeah. So where 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 a musician would be in the pedal business? Uh do you know another musician who's going in the pedal business? Ooh, who? Drew uh Drew Shirley. I heard about that. Yeah. He he sent Moses to tell everyone. Part the waters, That's everybody. Some... No, listen, all right, for real though, the guy this this guy named Moses something was emailing him and he was like, I'm gonna tell you first because did just like moses did, did moses go then go in and throw a staff on the ground and it turned to a snake but no, then but all, threw... all of pharaoh's priests also were able to do the same trick but moses's snake ate all the other snakes that's in the bible Why look it up people turn into wine? sorry turn the river into blood i would just watch the prince of egypt the other day that's a it's really good movie yeah you know it's also really good silk tone is also coming out with their own term 
tone bender circuit with a Mark one and a half style stomp box. Um, hey, can we come out with a tone bender circuit? We already have a signature tone bender, DS. Oh yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Um, that that is on my board, and it will stay there. I do love that pedal. So this one's called the Silk Tone Fuzz. It actually has an active bias control with a readout on it, which is pretty. Oh cool. yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, really. There's really a lot cool. of people batching this. Yeah, um, there's a waiting list can, opening up. You can go sign up for it over on their website at Silk Tone. Um, apparently, I don't, it's patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. There's a patent pending on the bi active bias monitor. That's pretty cool. Because actually creating an active bias circuit and putting and then adapting that to amps would be really, really dope. Honestly, I feel like biasing amps is something that uh, they could have made more accessible and easier to do for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, just putting a voltmeter on the back of the thing that just has like three LEDs. So you turn the knob till the green LED lights up. Yeah. More than, oh, you got to get a voltmeter out and you got to do this and this and this. I, there's probably safety and stuff to it. But anyway, moving on. Moving out. Um, Dean Guitars is coming out with something with a Floyd Rose on it. It looks like a Les Paul with a bad headstock. Oh, yes. Skip. 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 Uh, <laughs> Moore is coming out with a mini amp. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Five watt mini amps from seven <sighs> hours of playtime. They look like crap. They look cute. I wonder what it's they, they look, they look like something that you keep on your desk. It, it, it honestly it, looks you clip like it, a, you clip it on your belt and you go around. And oh yeah. Everybody. It's like a pig nose. Oh, yep. that's great. Cause that way I can be a douchebag on the run. Yeah. I don't see a price tag on it. I bet you it's around 50 bucks. Yeah. I was about to say it's under a hundred for sure. Oh, 2.2 inch speaker. Yeah. 50 bucks. Probably about 50 bucks. Um, oh, it's a Bluetooth. Yeah. It's, it's got Bluetooth. So the, you oh, can use it for other stupid stuff and make yourself look stupid. Oh, good. Yeah. Thanks Moore. Thanks more. And in related that. news of similar size I swear amps, to God, if I get one of these for Christmas, I'm going to be so mad. Positive Grid has also launched the Spark Mini, a scaled-down battery-powered version of the Spark. I just... If it... it I hope that it runs on other things besides batteries, too. Like uh, USB-C. Okay. Which I'm in that halfway point right now with USB-C where like my headphones run on USB-C, my laptop can run on USB-C, but my phone is still lightning. And I want Apple to come out with a USB-C phone so I can upgrade it finally and just have one yeah. charger for everything. They won't. I want it so bad. They won't. They the won't. IPad, have to but the it. iPad's already USB-C. Is it really? Yeah, the iPad Pro is USB-C. Oh, so you can plug like interfaces know. straight into it. But like it's, that's a $1,000 iPad at the same time. Yeah. I don't want to spend a thousand dollars. Yeah, I didn't see a price tag on this one either. Did you? The positive grid? I, no, I haven't can, seen you one. You can pre-order it though. Oh, here we go. How, How much? much do you want to guess? Three fifty. Two twenty-nine. That's not bad. But there's an I just early want... bird rate because what one eighty at one eighty-five. Okay. Uh, I'll give you. Oh, depends. It depends on the quality you're going to get from the speaker. You can buy a Boss um, Katana 50 for the same price. Yeah. You can't quite get the Catalyst from Line 6 at that price, but... 
so the I don't know. My biggest thing is I've I got really just become kind of spoiled with my Waza Airs. The Waza Airs are more expensive than this. I I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, but like being able to have portable, great sounding quality, I just the small speakers are just kind of you know the speaker is like a hang up, but at the same time, you know, Bluetooth speakers have actually gotten really good with what they've been able to do, like EQ tweaking on these battery powered things. So mm-hmm. the text there, because you're, and then you have all your like modeling stuff up front of that. It could work. Could work. I don't know. I'm getting I, a lot I'm of just, reacts. I'm so out of the market for that kind of stuff at this point. I can't even see it. You know? Yeah. So. All right. Was that all of our gear news? That is all of our gear news, except for uh, it's kind of backtracking a little bit if we want to talk about the Ukraine stuff and what that means. Yeah. So um, one of the big issues right now is uh, there's been speculation for, I mean, honestly, a long time about what happens we've only got what three factories currently making tubes in the world technically there were three um there was there's a russian factory there's a slovakian factory and then there's a chinese factory there was a fire at the it's the shengyang factory i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly because i a lot better than i would have pronounced um which had a fire at it and hasn't reopened right um which made about 30 percent or so of the tubes on the market so there has been a tube shortage for a while the other two factories being jj electronics which is out of slovakia and then the new sensor company which is out of uh central russia who did the tongue soul or whatever they're called was that the tongue soul genelex gold lion soft tech electro harmonics are all new sensors right where's that at just that's the russian one russia oh and so the while um you know that factory is likely unaffected by what military operations are happening is it is it officially a war yet i don't know Uh, i think it's still considered a conflict yeah um what's going on between russia and ukraine right now with all the sanctions that's coming across russia that's likely gonna heavily affect that even though i believe New Sensor is actually an American company. Yeah. Um, well, it's with EHX. So. Yeah, it, that involves EHX, but likely sanctions are going to affect it. So tariffs, stuff like that too. Also, you so you might also see an increase in price um, because of this. But the the big thing well, is this. so there so there's a supply and demand price thing, which is already sending two prices up. I don't know if you've been noticing that or not. Things I are back ordered. Um, it's already hard to get tubes for some situations. Um, luckily I've historically used JJ already who haven't been affected, but they're back ordered right now, like 14 to 16 months. Oh, wow. Now that doesn't mean if you go online right now, you put an order in, it takes 14 months. It means the dealer, whoever did puts the order in, it takes 14 to 16 months. They likely have a local supply and you can still Amazon prime tubes right now, but, uh, it's tough to say how long this is going to last. It looks like there's a supply crunch happening. So if you do use a tube amp, buy some spares right now. That's all I can say. Well, here's the, here's the thing. So I, I have a, a lot of friends on Facebook. Um, there's a, a guy, Humble Greg. Was, Uncle Greg, I said, Humble Greg. Greg. um, no, no, but they're just like, they're local repair people. 
I yeah. like to keep and uh so this guy his name's eric uh he's gonna take a look at my excelsior for me actually and um something wrong with it my tremolo is not working oh which i mean it's not a big do you, deal do you have bias tremolo on that i don't know okay i don't dude i don't know enough okay so um because i hit him up i was like hey man what's your bench fee Mm-hmm. uh and i he, i know he's behind right now he, he got covid he's been having some back issues and everything and and so i was like hey just you know like whenever you get a chance i'd like to drop it off and, and have you check it out and he was like yeah dude I'm, i'll waive the bench fee we're gonna we'll look at it and see you know what's going on just just to see i think honestly i think it's because he might not have messed one of, with one of these before and he's in, kind of intrigued and um, i mean it wasn't that long running of an amp line and right and yeah. honestly a lot of people who got them just kind of are like me just kind of got them as like mess around the house stuff and yeah. uh that's like a dan from this one's mine while he was in while he was working that was his kind of test amp and so the, that's the uh that's kind of the thing and like so we're gonna look at it but he posted he's like listen if you if you want tubes order them now he said but don't over order because he his supplier is putting limitations on how many you can order and because there's a the big fear that all these repairmen and companies are gonna kylo shut up um they're gonna g- hoard just yeah, like this, with, this is toilet paper all over again yeah so um and especially something that's already in limited supply though so the, the big thing is is number one how long is this conflict gonna last uh are we s- stop there's no russians out there kylo kylo and i watched red dawn last night in preparation um wolverines wolverines the the old one charlie sheen not not, not the new oh, one. that's right they made a remake of that it wasn't horrible but i don't it wasn't russians it was the chinese i think in the new one it wasn't russians um it was something weird it might have been vietnamese or something but like uh yeah now there's just kind of a, a big thing people are about to freak out and this is really a good idea for a good time for people to really think about going away from tubes i mean like i'm not i I posted in gear talk kind of being a smart aleck about it but um it really is i think we're gonna see we've already seen a shift from the tube amps are the best to people especially with the way digital has stepped up the game increased quality of sound and it's getting to the point where it's getting tougher to hear the difference i think this is this if it continues and causes a tube shortage is going to start pushing people to that i think i mean the first thing that will happen is the cheap tube amps disappear yeah because i mean that's the other side of it is manufacturers still need to manufacture stuff well and that's like supply and demand if they have less of a supply of an item they really they should i mean the smart well, thing would be is make the more expensive stuff and yeah where there's higher not, margins right yeah i mean it's like uh it's that weird thing of when the the recessions kick in suddenly everyone doubles down on their flagship cars yeah like the high expensive ones because for that's where the the production is um dude in the oh my gosh the cost of cars right now is ridiculous yeah Especially, no, the used market. I mean, there's people that are got to be higher than Senator socks. I saw a guy posting a '91, like Ford beat up piece of crap for three thousand dollars. I remember when three thousand dollars would get you a pretty decent vehicle that would last you a few years. That thing looked like it would last like six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a YouTube channel I like a lot called Donut, um, that does videos, and, and one of them they did was a a Craigslist challenge between a few of their um 
uh, hosts, like they just like they do these little challenges. And one was like, uh, guess how much over MSRP this car was listed for. Yeah. And there's things like the Civic SI, which it's yeah. a Honda Civic. It's the fast one, but it's a Honda Civic. Was right. going for like double MSRP. Yeah. Just ridiculous what things are going. And you know on. what? It's, which makes it, me think I really should sell my car. It makes me really mad that people are paying these prices. You don't have another option when there's no that that that's how supply and demand works. When there's no I supply. Well, the the problem I don't know. I no, I mean, the, I, I've stopped driving my car. I mean, that's the reality. The last four years, I've been working from home. This new yeah. job, I'll be t- commuting via train. I I don't put miles on my car barely like at all. Like a subway so train to, or a real train? A elevated train. Okay. Because so like like Batman, like like in quite Batman literally again. Batman because that that <gasps> Batman was shot movie? in Chicago. Oh, that's so oh heck yeah, dude! I want. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, I, I, that's when Whoa. I was I was interning at a at a company downtown Chicago at the time. So I would literally in. It, I was working for my dad too, and like so, we we'd walk in together and we'd walk by parking lots with Gotham City police cars and stuff like that because they were oh, shooting that's it during that. So cool. Was that for Begins? Begins and um, Dark Knight was both Chicago. The last one was um, Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. We didn't know that. No, that's neat. Yeah, that was one of the first like Chicago movies of like the renaissance of Chicago filming. Huh, I didn't know there was a renaissance of Chicago filming. That's yeah, cool. It was around the same time Vince Vaughn got popular again because he wanted to do uh, a lot of his stuff always, in Chicago. Well, that was like uh, what the breakup. Yeah, breakup was, was at a was literally shot in Wrigley Field. Yeah, well, and then like because they did the tour around Chicago, like that was the whole thing. Yeah, so like mm-hmm. they they made it seem like he was one of the tour bus drivers, and then they had one yeah. of the the tour boats that go down the Chicago River for the architectural tool. Tool, yeah. tour the where are they don't make me windella. ask you twice. Yeah. windella is the boat name oh that's neat i need to go to chicago and like you can just tell me stuff and i'm like oh that's cool no hold on that's all i'll be doing oh that's cool right Do you want to go see it no not really i just that's cool <laughs> my new office will be in the sears tower oh that's cool yeah what floor no idea oh, i, I could look know. that up right now <laughs> Can you please? I want to know. I'll look it up. I'll so, keep talking. So, in like, I do know when when I was a kid and I'd go up to the top of it for like, like, like that was a school field trip. We went up to the top yeah. of the Sears Tower because there's a viewing deck up there. Mm-hmm. Your ears pop going all the way up. Yeah. No, that thing is, I mean, it's, is that the tallest building in Chicago? Yeah. Okay. The Trump Tower tried to get at it and they didn't allow it. Um, one of my favorite jokes has got to be did you ever see, um, so Ron White. Do you ever watch any of his stuff? I don't think, probably not. It's I don't Redneck think Humor. I ever did. I'm, I'm aware of him. And yeah. I remember a lot of people quoted all his punchlines. Yeah. Before I had so, a chance to see it. So I was like, yeah. I'll I mean, it. it's it's redneck humor. But it's also um, before like Netflix was a thing. Yeah. Because now I feel like I see every comedy special because they're all on Netflix now. Yeah. Like Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura and all those guys. Yeah. I just watched Aziz and Sari's. Oh, one. did you? Are, that Was that the one where he went to the club? Yeah. And he, yeah, all oh, that was really good. But I mean, that was, what's interesting about it, that was one of the first comedy specials I've seen where it was clearly shot across two sets, two yeah. or three different sets, because they light the people in the front row and the people mm-hmm. in the front row change. Like there's oh, like wow. a camera view. He goes on a, a narration, it changes to a different set of people, and then it flips back. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. 
Well, um, one of the uh, jokes he did is he said he went to a place to get his tires changed. He goes, I'm not going to tell you the name of the company. He's like, but uh, they're probably going to have to change the Sears Tower to Ron White's big motherfucking tower. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. So that's the only reason why I figured out Sears Tower was probably the biggest building in Chicago. Yeah, it's not even called the Sears Tower anymore. But What's Will, it called? Uh, the Willis Tower. Oh yeah, because Sears closed here. So I guess Sears, is, like, Sears is done everywhere, man. Sears Roebuck. Yeah. Bye. It's a shame. I grew up going to Sears Hardware. All right, what floor is it? Did you look it up? No, I didn't. I want to know. And I need to know how many floors are all together. I need to like be able to visualize how far up you are. How many stories is the Sears Tower? I don't know. 108. Okay. I was asking Siri and Siri was quiet. Yeah. Okay. Now how many now what floor are you on? Uh you know what? I can't reveal that yet. Okay. Why not? Okay, how about this? Top half, bottom half. I don't know. I, I do know you have to go up an elevator and then in another elevator. Like there's like a second lobby you have to go up to. So it, oh, it's not in the, the, the absolute bottom. It's up a bit. Okay. I can, all right. Mad respect. Oh, I'll right. probably hate it. Like yeah, I think no, that's going to be cool for like all of three days. And then I'm going to be like, I hate how long it takes to come into my office now. I used to just roll out of bed and I could be at work. I you hate know? having to wear pants. I always wear pants. Uh, well, that's your problem. Yeah, it just gets things there. Hey, sometimes I, I, you I like to fully cover breathe. things up. It's my favorite Burt Kreischer. Sometimes you gotta let your shit breathe, you know. Fair enough. <laughs> so oh, anyway, one? getting back to our original topic, or right, wrapping this up because yeah, people have appointments they have to make. I got um, therapy in ten minutes, y'all. <laughs> Trust me, I need it. <laughs> Did you want to pitch your show now? Oh yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do an episode where we bring on my th- uh, my counselor, and we're just gonna, you guys get to listen to me talk for an hour with my counselor. So uh, basically, I, basically for you to afford therapy, we need to create a Patreon for pretty much. Listen, if you guys want to help keep me mentally healthy, um, we'll do a side <laughs> podcast of it. Yeah, well, I'll do a side podcast where you guys what we can let them sit in and they can like rate it as we go. Oh God, like like the little knob that people would in, in the audience. Oh gosh. Oh, that'd be great. Listen, we could probably what, create something. There's probably a service like that with your phone where you just when when move your finger th- on the screen. When your therapist says, "Dude, you're this could be a lifetime movie." You know you've got some baggage. Dude, your country your country record's going to be awesome. Oh my gosh, listen. As long as my dog doesn't die anytime soon, I think I'm okay on the country record. Yeah. As soon as Kyle is gone, that's it. It's coming out. All right. Well, let's get, let's get let's get moving. <laughs> so let's end this. So obviously, prices are going to go up on tube amps. Oh yeah, when supply goes down. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, disproportionately. Line, line, line six did a good job releasing the catalyst recently. Then. Yeah, I mean, here's the other thing to think about. Um, it might change. Not only might it get people to buy solid state practice amps so things like the catalyst the the two things we looked at today the the spark yeah some of those things more people might take grab one of those and go this is my practice amp i'm only going to use tube life for when it matters like people might just get more stingy with their tubes yeah their tube usages um so that might be something um i mean the other really annoying thing is it's not like strings where like 
I kind of know how long of a life I have with strings. You yeah. know what I mean? You like, don't know. It just, it just, it just yeah, blows. Tu- tubes can last you. F- like I've never had to replace a preamp tube. Uh, oh, no, I replaced one. one. I replaced, I, I replaced I one preamp one. tube. You know, power tubes though. Whew. Power tubes once. Like I don't, I've never really had to replace tubes that much. Cause I, don't leave my amp on for extended hours and stuff like that. That's so, true. Yeah. um, and I don't run super high gain, which also burns out tubes faster. So all that to say, I think there's going to be more, I, I don't think it's going to kill tube amps, but I think people are going to keep looking for options that, you know, don't burn into that life. Yep. If that makes sense. So I, I'm, I'm out of thoughts on the topic. Not a fucks to give. All right, guys. Well, if you have thoughts on this, go to the uh, go to facebook.com slash the effects loop or slash group slash the effects loop or just go to the effects loop.com and it's got the links to all that crap in there. Um, but the most important one is patreon.com slash the effects loop. If remember, if you start joining at $10 or more, um, we'll say in the next two weeks, I'll do Joe Bonamassa. Um, if you give $50 or more, you get the uh, Diaz therapy special. Because you pay for a session? Yeah, you're paying for one of my sessions. Um, Wait, I'm yeah. paying for some of those sessions. Do I get to listen in now? Because I don't want to. I was about to say, like, I'm pretty sure you literally did help help me with this, so you didn't have to listen to me anymore. Uh, Busted! Busted! No, I'm just kidding. I mean, that's part of it, but well, the other part is, like, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm helping you. What? Can, uh, I, can I help you? find people that will help you well that was more of it so here here's the thing um big so the therapist is a friend of mine so there's that yeah well that that helped and on and honestly um listen if it doesn't hurt to talk to someone no i Um, i love my therapist and i I don't mean that in like i actually care for the guy i appreciate that i have a therapist to talk about about things and and i do too and one of the greatest things um that I've learned through this is especially um, we're caring about yourself and uh, oh Scott I've got stuff to tell you though but um, uh, but like I, I've learned I'm, I've set I've learned to set boundaries keep them and, mm-hmm. and put myself only in situations that I want to be in and t- just really looking out for myself we spend our whole lives worried about we've got those people i used to be one of those people that was trying to take care of others before i took care of myself and it left me hollow and i've spent the past year scott's seen it in our personal conversations um he's helped me through things and developing myself into a person that i can love and and take care of and yeah if if you if you at any point say maybe i need to talk to someone at that point you should just know you 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 need to talk to someone if you're starting to think about it then then do it so uh i guess that's our mental health corner for the day Um, also if you have any form of insurance chances are you have some type of coverage yep look into it yep all right guys uh i guess what what is that that be kind to yourselves and be kind to one another love love yourself safety first then teamwork all right guys we'll see you next week bye Measure twice, cut once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, guys.
That's not finance stuff. Uh, it'll, it'll affect finance stuff. No, it doesn't. Okay, fine. Just let me, just let me have my thing. No. No. Fine. No, no. No, because this is my thing for once. <sighs> I act, This is where I am the expert. <laughs> there are four pickles on a Whopper, sir. We have to just keep or you do something enough and you stay bad. Remember, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Oh, no. I, I totally followed that. Well, no, that's what I was. That's how I was trained in band. Oh. Practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Because if you keep practicing it wrong, you're just going to learn bad habits. Yeah, that, that's true. Yep. 10,000 hours doesn't necessarily guarantee you're good at Exactly. I've been, I mean, how many guitar players have you met that are like, I've been playing since I was 15 and they're like 86 and they suck? Most. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, I hate whenever people see my tattoo, my treble clef, and like, or like if I'm wearing like I, my favorite hat is my Fender hat. You, I mean, I'm, you, I wear it all the time, man. And both people are like, "Oh, you play guitar?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, I do too. I, I had a Fender, but I traded it for an Ibanez. And I'm like, "You, I already know you are not good at guitar, playing guitar." Uh, I don't know. I mean, no, Ibanez were the guitars in a certain era that were too no. young to really have experience. No, no, I'm not talking about going to Ibanez, but if you, like, when I start talking specifics and they look at me like, I'm speaking Spanish. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, that's, I mean, I find that a lot around here. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, I play guitar. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I've been working, you know, on this song. And they're like, oh, no, no, I've been playing I learned back in blank. And the, I do that. Do, 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 and I'm like, oh, you know, there is there is an interesting thing of like learning how to play guitar. There are certain things that just like unlock one day. Yeah. I know it doesn't actually happen overnight, but you sort of just feel like it did. Like you just wake up to something that's new. It clicks. Things click. So, something suddenly clicks and suddenly you're like, oh, well, then I can do all this. And then you spend the next bit of time kind of exploring that range. Well, and that's like, there. you know, I know everyone learns guitar. Like, so everyone has their own like mnemonic way. Or not even really mnemonic, but just like they're like I'm. I I learned from patterns. Yeah, me too. Like That's actually, big... I I now struggle now that now that I switched to Nashville numbers. Yeah. I think in Nashville numbers, I don't really think in, in things. So I just actually got a chord sheet handed to me. I'm like, um, can I get that in numbers, please? Mm -hmm. Like I. Oh, I'll still take a chord sheet over numbers just because it, it gives me the ability to not. Well, while I do get the Nashville number system pretty easily. Especially being in like Tennessee and just being raised in the South, a lot of people use that. But um, it's it's one of those things. So I, if, if they've got the chord chart, I'll take that over a number sheet because it just it's less for me to have to process. See, it's the other way around for me now. It was like that for me for a long time. Like it took me a while to get through the numbers. But once I got into numbers, like as my native spot, yeah, things one I started learning songs faster. Um, I started seeing patterns, I started seeing like chord shapes, I started seeing things in the neck better. So Nasvidania bitches. Right, that's how I'm in an episode.